0: Welcome to episode 3 of So It Goes. Very happy you guys decided to tune in today. I am very sorry for the lack of consistency regarding So It Goes. Nothing interesting has been happening lately in my life. But to mark this monumental occasion of this episode being the last one of this year, I decided to record with a very special guest. Definitely not the last guest I'll have on the show. But you know, since it's gonna be the last episode, why not just do things untraditionally? So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. The last one of 2021. So where do I begin? Currently at my desk right now it is four fifty seven and I have at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven assignments that are due next week by Friday. Kinda nervous about the deadline because I honestly haven't been this far behind in my assignments in a long time. The last time I was this far behind was fall 2019 and I was oh no the man of the hour. Jeremy's walking in, my older brother he is the one that produces the show musically. Since this is the last episode of this year, why don't we just have a conversation? But as I was saying haven't been this far behind since fall 2019 I'm kind of nervous because a lot of things are at stake here I have scholarships on the line I have my degree on the line I am just not in the mood for failure me being the person I am cannot allow myself just to quit that easily wow So, yeah. This is Jeremy, my brother. Um, We go back to 2001.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Jeremy. I'm in my late 20s. I'm not 30 yet, but... I make music. I like reading. I go to school. I try to read when I can. And that's it. So, when I do my music, I... I look at people around me. I look at situations. I try to not necessarily learn new things, but I try to recreate what's already done. I try to incorporate things that I've seen, things that I read, you know, from two different ends of the spectrum. Like yesterday I was reading Plato, and that same day I was listening to Amy Winehouse. Two different artists, two different times. When I started music, I started with Motown. I remember I was a little kid, I used to look at my mom's CDs collection. There was Tina Turner, there was Motown. And that's where my love for music started at a very young age. I don't know. One thing about me is if you really, really know me, I'll tell you my secret, which is. I do music, I love music, I have a lot of friends that I met that have no idea that I did music or I love to make music, I love to write music, so that's pretty much it about me and my music still learning, still making mistakes, just like anybody else, so it goes
0: So on the topic of music, what do you think about Kanye West as an artist, a visionary, or a creative?
1: So one funny thing about Kanye West's little sister is Todd our older brother He's like in his 40s right He started listening to Kanye first And then I barely got into like the Late registration and all that You're like 20 years younger than him And then you love Kanye So I think it's so weird that Kanye Touched so many generations But What lures me to his music I mean I, I wouldn't be an artist here without 808s You know I think when you hear a piece of me, you hear a little, I want to say just a bit of Kanye, touch of Amy Winehouse, and just a splash of David Ruffin.
0: (laughs) Do you want to try to like rate all of his albums from your least favorite to your most favorite? Starting with your least favorite album.
1: Kanye's least favorite album. Well, I don't want to say it's, like, his least favorite, but I want to say it's it's the least times that I listened to it was the Pablo. I I rarely listen to that. Like, I only hear, like, two songs. But my favorite probably has to be Late Registration and Donda. Donda hedging first,
0: you know? So for me personally, I think my most favorite album is probably The Life of Pablo. And my least favorite has to probably be Jesus is King.
1: I cried when 24 went out. Just want to put that out there. I'm trying to think of my favorite song. I want to say Hurricane.
0: I thought Remote Control would be your favorite song. You're always singing it. No, no,
1: but off the grid top tier so you're gonna be graduating college next two weeks how do you feel
0: i'm very nervous because for the first time in a long time i don't necessarily have a plan it's just this degree that i've been working so hard towards is right at my fingertips so now that it's here kind of stuck don't know what i'm gonna do But
1: you are going to go in the workforce that you studied for, right? I honestly think that if you, like, want to know about more society and you want to have an idea of, like, what's going on, you should become a waiter or, like, a server. Get to know people as a whole, your town. What do you think about
0: that? It's honestly just my work ethic. I don't necessarily like doing things i don't enjoy and if i'm in like a place where i know i don't enjoy the work or i don't enjoy being around the people there i'm not going to do a good job at it and i just don't like wasting my time anymore especially when it comes to investing my time into something or someone i just don't like knowing my time's being wasted.
1: You know, we find, I don't want to say beauty in things that we don't want to do, but doing something different is something that maybe you should try. You know, how do you know it's not your vibe if you haven't done it? There's a saying that Buddha said. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was looking at some videos about Buddha. So he said that it, it's all about how do you stay content? He told his followers that twice a year, you should live like a bum. Twice a year, you should live with rags. You should live in the cold and with the heat to get an understanding of how you see life. I may or may not be wrong about that, but that was like a five-minute video I watched. You know, you got this. Your listeners got this. They know what they're doing. It's just that it's, it's the experience that really molds a person
0: just for background purposes Jeremy and I are in the same degree program
1: I think why I want to be in that program is for um you know like growing up on the res growing up here you know we see all kinds of alcoholics you know we lost all of our uncles you know they all died from drinking and what people don't seem to realize is that they're sick They, their body is sick you know their mind is sick so you know it really sucks seeing you know like um, why can't they just go home why can't you know all these people say that but they don't seem to understand what's beneath all that they drink because they're hurt and one thing that people don't understand is that they were a kid like us they were 19 20 years old like you with a dream but I think the real question is can somebody change can someone turn their life around what do you think can someone change or do they stay the way that they are
0: i think the metamorphosis of being human is inevitable whether you plan to seek change or to remain constant because of one important factor which is time so the most important factor to change is time whether we are losing it or gaining more of it that's like the primary factor in change because time doesn't stop for anyone or anything hence i think that it's inevitable to change we're all going through processes
1: so you're saying that you're eventually going to change no matter what like change like how like like nature nurture
0: just change in general because we obviously don't have the same point of views as we did when we were younger and i'm sure as time goes on we change our perspectives we change our ideologies we replace old thought patterns with new thought patterns
1: can you hear me that right there the uh the 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 kool-aid thing so you're saying this is a Kool-Aid Jammers empty uh, plastic thing where you drink out of. Okay, so you're saying, just pretend you're this Kool-Aid Jammer, okay? You're born this Kool-Aid Jammer. You say change is inevitable. So in the next five seconds, three, four, five, I switch it up. Oh, does it? did it change? Yeah. It changed its form. Like it changed how we see it. No, the Kool-Aid Jammer is still the same still has the same atoms the same chemistry that's made into plastic so i think how we see it is a paradox meaning that it's either yes or no i think that change is something is 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 your own concept so let's say in the next five years i switch to a very sad person did i change if i'm not making sense i'm sorry (laughs) but
0: i think i'm making sense (laughs) to answer your question i think you do change should you become very sad in the next five years is all in part due to the theory of historical trauma i actually want to ask you a question While we are talking about historical trauma, do you think that we are all born sad?
1: I think we're born to the human experience. I think that what makes like a human or an American is sadness, happiness, grief, jealousy. You know, we're all made to experience those things. You know, that's what makes life great. But sometimes people are sad more than usual that's the million dollar question you know is how do you become unsad how do you not feel the way that you feel
0: i understand i get it but since we're on the topic of sadness and the human experience and that being a part of it have you ever personally felt depressed
1: yeah of course i think I think everyone has experienced depression here on the res more than usual just look around I say to everybody you know we're fighting two governments the Navajo Nation and the U.S. of A and you know all these council members all these you know these old folks they just worry about themselves and they don't realize the issue and the effect is us we're the ones that are getting affected but, yeah, I think I experienced depression. I think I experienced sadness. But one thing about me is that I taught myself or I learned that maybe from a memory of something that I seen or seen someone overcome, I know that it will go away. It's like a wave.
0: It's interesting how you mentioned the Navajo Nation government and how the individuals hold a seat in office don't necessarily care about the people I think that's true to an extent because we also have to do our part for our nation an example would be getting educated in a desired field and coming back to our reservation to inspire our youth but we also have to ask ourselves what are we coming back to The infrastructure here on the reservation is so outdated. And I think the only way to fix that is by creating a safe space for our youth to be innovative. Because in reality, they are the future of our nation.
1: I think that has to be like a big plan, like a 30, 40-year plan. I think that change takes time.
0: Jeremy's actually thinking about running office in like 30 years, 45.
1: The FBI is gonna see this and it's gonna be like, all right, this is a very big historical event. <laughs> Nina should have killed Jeremy at this point. <laughs> <to> save millions. <laughs> Are we still so on? Okay. You ready? So, what's love got to do with it?
0: Everything. Love is the driving force in us wanting to become better people. I think the idea of finding someone you're compatible with, a soulmate or whatever, is what makes life worth living, because what is all of this for? But I don't know if the concept of soulmates is real or not, but it's a fun thing to think about.
1: Do you believe in evolution, or do you believe in creation?
0: I'm a traditionalist
1: i like to think that of agnostic meaning i don't know but i know that there's a higher spirit out there
0: i like to think of it like this we as humans experience god in all things whatever god may be to one person may not be god to another you know god can be seen for me personally in the elements in the people we experience even ourselves So i just don't like to put a label on how god should look like or what god is
1: when i was a server at in denver because you know i used to live there (laughs) i don't want to like disrespect anybody on your views but like the very rude people that i came upon were religious folks they thought that they had one up on me and they they were just you know like ignorant arrogant and I know that's not how they all act, but a good percentage of them that I come across are like that. But then again, you know, we're Americans. I think that we're all arrogant
0: to some point. So, Jeremy, the people want to know? If you were to rate this year from 1 to 10, what would your rating be?
1: 8. I think that... I hate I hate saying I think that I think that you know it's it's just like writing a essay and all you say is you you I I I changed how I think how I see things I think I've really got my singing ability up because you know you don't see this is you know when you're sleeping. I'm up in my car, you know, doing my doing my voices. Ooh, 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 I'm doing that every morning. I'm doing ooh, I'm doing that every morning and I, I I think that it's becoming better as far as like my singing progression. But I I understand more about what I wanna do. You know, I my, my, my vision is if if there was like chapters in my life like a book chapter i think this chapter will be called renaissance and it all stemmed from when i came home two years ago how would you
0: rate this year oh my god maybe like maybe an eight a high eight if i were to name this chapter of my life it would probably be the enlightenment period only because I got to learn a lot about myself and I never really noticed how strong and capable I was before this year. The things that have happened to me, despite, you know, losing people, I really admired and adored them leaving, in a way has all been a blessing to me in disguise. And now that the year is ending, and I'm reflecting a lot more I realize that a lot of those things happened for a divine purpose you know if it wasn't for the nights I spent crying in the closet or having breakdowns over a failed relationship or getting let down I wouldn't have learned things about myself I also found a new perspective in the way things fall apart. I used to think that it was the end of the world when things didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but I realized that there's beauty in things falling apart because it teaches us how to appreciate what we have while we have them and that not everything that's ours in the moment is meant to be ours
1: well, we need to experience those type of things. We need to experience the uh, crying in the closet. We need to experience the, the hurt that people give you. Maybe, hopefully during this time, you can introspect on maybe your mistakes. You know, because it takes two. I'm not, I don't want to put blame on you uh, about what happened between Florian you know, like one of these days, you know, you guys are gonna become my age and it's gonna affect you guys. You're gonna have to learn how to trust. You're gonna have to know that person that you're with and you have to know yourself. Know thy know thyself is what a philosopher said. I don't know what it I don't know what it is. I think it's Aristotle. Socrates. But I you need that. You know, I think everyone needs that as a not necessarily a downfall but a change being me being here is a change for me, you know. I've been gone for what like a good quarter of your life. But now I'm here. It's a change. But I'm still the same. So this change happened? Who knows? It's a paradox. I don't know. Simulation. Woo. Okay, so <coughs> You know, you know this this podcast that you have, you know, it, it's good. And you know, I I'm pretty sure there's someone out there that Needs me in their life Needs advice from me They need to talk to me <laughs> No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding So I think that there's someone out there That Maybe needs to hear us Maybe needs to hear our flaws Maybe they need to hear your broken pieces You know, someone out there is like you You know, someone out there They don't have nobody But they have technology I th- I think that's good I think I think that me being on your podcast is good I like it I think I've, I think I'm natural to it
0: so going back to the topic of relationships at this moment in time do you think you're ready for one again
1: I don't think anyone's ready for a relationship I think I'm just being but if someone were to knock me off my feet then I'll let it happen I let things fall into place and that's what I'm learning is I let things fall into place but i think i'm ready for anything but i know that relationships take time patience and you know it's it's about understanding one another and i don't want to point fingers anymore i don't want to you know just up and leave i want to actually talk about it because i i hurt i hurt somebody you know i had my fair share of heartbreaks someone broke my heart vice versa but i think that's what it needs to be but if someone were to come in and say hey I want to be with you and be like hey alright hold on let's go to dinner first let's go to casino first let's see how you are in blackjack but <laughs> but I think that if you want to be in a relationship you got to see a person when they're angry when they're happy when they're sad When you got to see a person when they're everything but, but the society that we're in It's all fast. Everything happens fast. And that's why love is dying. And that's why you should listen to my song that's coming out in a couple weeks. So, I just write what I see. I I write what I see around me and what made me so... I don't want to say good. I don't want to put myself in a category that thinks that I'm better than any other Native artist, you know? Because I'm new to this scene. I think what made me understand more is how to write a song. you know like how different people write songs I hear from different genres and I get from that even from poets, you know, Shakespeare, Sherman Alexi, um, Laura Tohe, um, George R. R. Martin. he's not a poet but he's, he's an author. Um, I you know I, I get everything from everywhere. One thing about me and music is I, I, I hold it close. I don't want no one to know that I I I write poems. You know, like what I said, like, uh, what, like an hour ago. I I was telling your listeners that no one doesn't know I write, you know. No one doesn't know I sing. No one doesn't know I like, you know, like writing songs and reading and all that stuff. You can even ask my friends up north, you know, like they listen to my song on Instagram. They're like, damn, bro, you do this? What the heck? How can you tell me? How can you tell me? I tell the very closest people I, I know my secret in that i love music and no one doesn't know that about me
0: so for you it's that people don't really know you create music or are into like the arts for me it's people don't really realize how much of an introvert i am in real life I like to think I portray myself to be this very outgoing person on social media who likes attention or whatever, but in reality, that's just not who I am. I really do enjoy being by myself in my own little space, and I feel like the reason why is because I spent my, almost the majority of my childhood being alone you know everyone was busy having their own life our siblings were out in college and I basically grew up with only you so I think a lot of that takes effect in me wanting to be alone now that I'm older and on the topic of being older and also graduating with my degree in the next few weeks I get so many questions about how to stay productive as a college student, to stay productive in general, but what you guys don't realize also is that I'm like the biggest procrastinator and I struggle a lot with my mental well-being at times. I still have my anxiety attacks and I would still call myself depressed in a way. But I feel like with me being honest with all of you guys really brings closure to people out there who need it, who need to have a voice. And yeah, so thank you guys for listening. It's been a interesting year. And like I mentioned earlier, it's all been nothing but blessings. I'll forever be thankful for the lessons I learned
1: this year. Doing your podcast is is a good thing, just like us talking right now, you know it's like a little hard at first, but then we just got comfortable. you know we're talking you know you doing this, it helps you get out of that shell that you're in, like you said and you're 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 showing yourself to the world who you are and what you think. And how you feel about things and you know this is a good outlet for you rather than just being in your shell
0: to end this episode i want to do a little q a for the college students out there who are struggling with finals procrastination etc and i don't know any advice that you guys might want also, if you aren't in college or you don't really plan on going to college, I feel like you shouldn't feel ashamed about it. I think that you don't really need to go to college to be successful. That's just how I see it. And yeah, so here it is some advice for you guys.
1: So if you're a college student, if you're my age, you know, 28, if you're Nina's age, 20. Best thing I can say to you is, you know, just get it done no matter what. I like getting things done and having my free time in the weekend. Nina likes procrastinating and doing her things the last minute, but she still has A's. I still have A's. So the way how you do it doesn't matter as long as you get it done. And just have fun, you know, make mistakes. You know, you're never too old, you're never too young. Just keep making mistakes and keep learning from them.
0: My advice to anyone out there who is, you know, struggling in college or just life in general is to find what you're really passionate about because that passion you have for your art is what's going to drive you to become better, to want to win. And for me personally, my passion is psychology. I know that I have a gift of helping people and I know that I can contribute so much to this profession someday that I'll be in textbooks and most importantly being confident I think that confidence can take you a very very long way and just knowing that whatever you do in life you're doing it to win just having that mentality in general I think is the key to success also just remembering who and what you're doing it for I'm doing this for my people as a collective because I think that by pushing barriers and going against the status quo is what's going to make us progress as a people for future generations Any other advice, me?
1: Fuck it. Just do it, bro. But, Sissy, I love you. I wish you the best. You're awesome. Remember, you're smart, you're beautiful, and you're capable of doing anything that you can. And I'm gonna go. Bye, everybody. My song's dropping next two weeks. Bye.
0: So, with that being said, we have reached the end of episode number three of So It Goes. The last episode of this year... Before leaving, I want to just thank everyone for listening today and also supporting me in this venture. I wasn't expecting so many people to relate to my story, and that really means a lot to me because that's why I started this, and like always, I wish you guys nothing but the best. And until next time, I will see you later. Bye.